Welcome everybody, I'm back, motherfuckers, yeah, so there are a few weeks, a lot of people were sick, some tornadoes hit, didn't do shit, you know what I mean, just living the daily, daily, so I did get an iPad, and then I'm using this thing called Anchor to build my podcast, that way I can do it wherever, whenever, because I'm gonna be gone a few months this year anyways. So right now, I'm on the fifth deck of a parking garage where I work at. I park on the fifth deck, so my fat ass will have to walk up and down. I don't use the elevator. So, I hope this doesn't sound like absolute shit. If it does, I'm gonna get a microphone adapter for the iPad. But so far, this Anchor app's fucking amazing. <clears throat> right, so let's get into it. I'm going to do jokes about body positivity. And I found myself being, like, just really mean. I'm like, I definitely didn't do this set live, so I'm just going to do it now. And some fucking scammer's trying to call me. What the fuck? I've been answering all these scam calls, and then going to mute because apparently that's a life pro tip to where they log you down as a non-existent number when auto dialers do it i don't know i don't know if that's fucking true or not but i do it but so i'm actually on my lunch break too so hopefully this isn't like the shittiest the shittiest fucking quality ever like, god damn, that's some shitty shit. Alright, so let's get into it. These are also in my notebook because I started working on another set and then I'm going to do the next episode set at Relapse Theater. And then I might do that set again because I think it has the potential to be absolutely hilarious. So, like I said, body positivity. Keep an open mind. There are some things I cut out that I might say later at the end of the episode. So, let's get into it. I'm all for body positivity, but I think it went too far. Because every time I go into a gym locker room, it looks like a CEO's desk with all the Newton cradles knocking about. And these same old naked men gawk at me for having my clothes on, taking pictures. Seriously, it's like a garage sale with all the junk in the open. But unlike a garage sale, they get pissed when you try to appraise anything. I guess $20 doesn't always mean $20. And I imagine it's just as bad for women. You have to see really old boobs. You know where they hang so low it looks like they have an innie and two Audi belly buttons? You ever see any nipples? looks like they just ate a lemon and I don't know why you'd rub lemon on your boobs but that's what it looks like but I mean I'm all for it you should be comfortable with your body I just don't want people to be 2am Walmart comfortable and I'm also positive I don't want to see anybody in flesh tone leggings creeps me the fuck out It's like, people hate on models because they give people unrealistic expectations. 
especially underwear models. Not one flipped over waistband. I want to see that one underwear model that just realized they put on a little bit of weight by their waistband flipping over. I want to see that face full of disdain like they're saying, I should take care of myself. That'd be realistic. I want to see it and be like, oh shit, that's relatable. Me, every morning. Wear your underwear like that. Clearly, because I don't walk enough and I have to park my ass on the fifth floor of parking deck. But it's like, for people on Tinder, don't just post your face. We've caught on. When your profile looks like they're playing Guess Who, we just assume you don't know that there's a panoramic view. And I hate that that rhymes. I might change that later. But, you think Jason Voorhees would be a killer if the body positive movement existed in his universe there's got to be a lot of insecurities behind that mask there's a lot of cliches in horror movies but they make sense when you think about it the biggest cliche black person dies first on the surface kind of racist but if you dig deep enough it's not the fastest runners in the world are black I'm not saying they would be the fastest. Just saying it's a good possibility. It's like a white guy named Chad or Bryce that golfs. I'm not saying they do. I'm just saying there's no way that they don't. There's also no fat people in horror movies, which is easy. They'll get winded. They have one good run up to the attic, they're toast. Shit, they might have died on the walk to the cabin in the first place. And then teenagers. Why are they always teenagers? Because they're fucking oblivious. Like true teenagers, no matter what happens, the hope of smashing gets them through. In high school, I would run into a building, a burning building, dick first with a squirt gun if I knew there was a chance to get laid. And can I just say, no one is as ever scared as a group of white people after the black person dies. That's when everything ramps up. And also, did you ever notice only the best or worst things have music related to them? Sometimes it's hard to discern the difference. The wedding theme is literally one key away from the Michael Myers theme. I can't even think how the themes go right now. The, na- the national fucking anthem popped in my head. No one gets married to that. That'd be fucking weird. I guess an unwed president would. But anyways, think of the think of the wedding theme, and then dun 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 from Michael Myers. You'd have to think of it. I can't fucking think of it right now. But. People in scary movies do the dumbest shit. You gotta remember, they don't hear that menacing music. If I hear something strange in my attic, I'm checking it out. Nothing crazy has ever happened there. I don't have someone with a piano 
playing music as I go up the stairs menacingly, which gave me the idea. Buy piano. Learn a few scary movie themes. Throw a party. Someone asks where the beer is. Tell them it's in the basement. Once they hit that first step, dun dun, dun dun, they're gonna come back all sweaty and shit. It'd be fucking amazing. I don't even know if this thing's still fucking recording. Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. All right. So that was my shit. Oh, actually, I think I can go back. I think, I don't know if these are good, but. Not a real girl. Fat girls say that to unshaped girls. Well, they're not fucking ghosts. Right? So that's one. Mm-hmm. The most unrealistic thing about underwear models is not one waistband is flipped over. I still really like that. Because that's fucking true. That's when you know. God damn it. For reals. If you're handicapped and can back into a parking space, how handicapped are you? That's not even a joke. That's actually something I saw the other day. This lady backed into a handicapped parking spot, gets out, and has high heels on. Blew my fucking mind. But anyways, thanks for listening. I might put a song at the end of this. I don't know if the integration works on this app yet. So, let's see. So, I moved to Anchor, and I started doing some of my sets on lunch, and Anchor is an app on the iPad, I think I said that in the last one, but apparently the last few weeks it hasn't been uploading to the SoundCloud, which gets to the Apple Music Store, but now on this one, this podcast should be available on every service through Anchor. I think I got it figured out. But instead of just posting each episode separately to cover the last few weeks that weren't here, I'm going to record, or I'm not going to record, but I'm going to add the last recording onto this. So it's going to go the episode you just heard about body shaming, and then it's going to go into whatever my other one was, what was it, body positivity to the time before, and I actually rebuilt the time before jokes, and I'm going to do them on uh, Thursday at Relapse Theater, so you'll get to hear what it sounds like there, and hopefully there's an audience, last time I did a show there, there was three people, but I mean, with big comedians that go there sometimes you can never fucking tell and then also the song at the end is going to be Hellboy but I wanted to add I'm going to be bringing back video games video game episodes which I'm going to record right after right after this episode's built so it'll probably come out at the same time but 
just over doing this podcast for two months, I have over 500 listens on the gaming episodes by themselves. The comedy episodes are doing better because of the the first one where it's my two-parter from The Laughing Skull where I did the two sets to start off the year. That episode's actually crushing pretty good. I've been posting it on Reddit and then, you know, just telling people while I'm at the skull or, and it's, it's kind of, kind of sucks because everybody does have a podcast and they're like, I'm just inside of that realm, but I have so much time at work to listen to podcasts while I'm doing other things that I'm like, maybe there's room for it all. I listen to all sorts of shit, so hope you enjoy these shitty jokes there's a live recording of the set that was built better and it calls back a little bit and then I reworded some things added some stuff took out some shit you know how it is when you work on stuff but listen and if you don't enjoy it I didn't really enjoy saying it either but it's better now and it's at a point to where it's pretty good, I think. And you'll hear that one later. Alright, thanks, and here's the time before the first time. Oh man, episode two in my car, motherfucker! I gotta pee, fuck! should have peed before I walked out here. So, <clears throat> the quality is kind of shit, and I know that, but I just recorded the last episode in my car, and I wanted to get this set out, because this is the set I'm currently working on. I think it'd be pretty cool to see my set now in pieces kind of put together, and then when I do this set next Thursday at Relapse Theater, how it goes on stage, because a lot of times it's different. I added stuff. I talked to the audience, if there is one. So, speaking of that, I got other other shit on the tail end. But this is all about that one time before the first time. Which nobody talks about. Everybody's like, oh, I remember my first time. But do you remember the one time before the first time? I had a few first times before the first time it was like a lot of failed attempts which led me to where I am today in my car on my lunch break talking into my fucking iPad oh that goddamn waiter I just got my arm on my on my armrest all squeaky and shit I have the AC down low and it's hot out so yeah I'm gonna get a microphone the quality will go up again. I wish I could use my mic I have. Fuck. I bought a sweet ass mic to do this. I'm still gonna go back doing some episodes in the house, but when everybody's sick and like powers out and shit or, cause it sucks when everybody's there. I can't be loud and boisterous and then my jokes are not like child friendly and shit. You know, I don't want to be yelling out like, like anal and stuff like that. Like, you know, fucking... That's not even the worst word. I just, I don't know how the fuck I blanked on bad words. But, yes, yeah, so this set is about that one time before the first time, which I think is 
hilarious premise. You may be like, God damn it, it's stupid. Don't do it. <laughs> well, this is mine, motherfucker. I'm gonna do it. It is still kind of in pieces. Hopefully, it'll be all right. Go with the flow. Breathe in. Breathe out. Saw. And let's start the set. This one's also not live. I'm doing it right now. I'll post the live recording when I do it on Thursday. But remember the first time you tried to have sex? Not the successful time. The one before that. Thinking of my first legit girlfriend. She had teeth that looked like they were scared of her tongue. Even though she was white, she was poor. Yes, those people exist. Contrary to what Tiffany Haddish said, she says she's never met a white poor person in her life, which is impossible. There's white everybody everywhere. Right? So that's not even part of the joke. I'm cutting that whole piece right there. Wow! Nothing about poor people. She was poor. Her mom was a hairstylist. It's kind of how you know she's poor. Right, but thinking of teeth jokes, I wanted to make an original one-up. But I didn't want to go too fucked up. And this is where I'm going to ask the audience if they want to go fucked up or not as fucked up. And then I can also bridge this back to the horror joke shit. But it's like, it looked like her teeth were marathon runners and her tongue was Boston in 2013. I don't get it. Boston Marathon 2013. Google that shit if you don't get it. It looked like her tongue was a black guy. The uvula was a killer and her teeth were a group of white teenagers. Darted in all directions like children in an Easter egg hunt. I'm not even I'm not even going that far away from the truth. Like I doubt she'll ever listen to this. I doubt most people will, but those are some fucked up teeth on. I wonder if she ever got them fixed. I'm never gonna Google and find out. But there I am. Girlfriend rode the bus home with me and my neighbor just moved out. Empty house. Just moved out of the neighborhood. So, as a naive teenager, we see an empty house, you think, this is my chance for some fucking alone time. A normal teenager might think of looking for signs that the house might not be empty yet. But let's be honest, I was focusing on one thing, and it was not the sign on the lawn. Sign on the lawn. Sounds like I'm saying line all fucked up, but I'm not. But it was the first time for both of us. It was like two autistic children trying to solve a Rubik's Cube. Or like two old people trying to use the internet for the first time. Look, look here. Is this what it's supposed to look like? What's taking so long? I don't know. Try cooking some more. Maybe use your tongue. Right, and this is the moment... I looked back at all my random boners and thought, am I gay? Because I couldn't get it up. And spoiler alert, no. But I don't want to label myself. I fucked that all up. This part could be written better. Goes into... But I couldn't get it up the first time. It was real weird. But it might have been my body going, 
something's about to happen here, right? So it's like, so I do, I hear this door open, front door opens, because we went in through a back window, the front door opens, time slows down, I see the window, I tell the girl, jump out, she's pantless at this point, and there was no way in hell I was about to be caught, so I grab my girlfriend right out the window, then I jump out, as I hit the ground, my first thought, fuck, the pants girlfriend trying to pull pull down her shirt right to cover her junk and then I know she's thinking why would she jump out with no pants on motherfucker we're both 15 that's not the dumbest shit we did I once watched a dude take a shit on a truck windshield as a prank in the school parking lot as a prank I had more directions in here. <laughs> I'll go back to the other part. Let's see. Started out in all directions. This is. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what I wrote here. Second time, right? The second time before the first time. I was with this girl who had a fucked up eye. And I don't know why everybody's got fucked up shit in high school, but they did. I think the mom knew and would make weird remarks to me. That's not even it. That's fucking something different. I'm fucking this all up. It's going to be a very weird ass episode. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Here, door open. Time slows down. Why would you jump out of the window? God, that was fucking true. True story. We never hear people talk about time for the first time. Maybe because it's embarrassing. Which is why I wanted to bring it up now. In a room filled with my closest friends. And I was going to say this on stage. I mean, all of you. Because when you don't have friends, everyone's kind of in the same bucket. Where is my second time right now? There's a page missing. I know there's not. What the fuck? I have a part about, like, a girlfriend knocked up, didn't have Wi-Fi and shit back then, had to wait 20 minutes while the internet played hold music, trying to Yahoo what to do. But the internet was literally so old, it even had hold music, or so slow. There were those easy girls... Why were only girls labeled easy? Because as a dude, we are easy as hell already. It was like she lived in an alley. Damn. Yeah, so the second time before the first time was weird as shit. And since I apparently don't have whatever the fuck I was going to talk about here. 
The second time before the first time was fucking weird. I worked at Piggly Wiggly. She worked at Piggly Wiggly. Go to her house. She lives in a trailer or a redneck hallway, but hers was more like an alley. Literally a room on one end, kitchen. I don't even know if you call it a living room. And then her bedroom. Her parents were in the living room, but we started out outside at a picnic table and like her her dad was offering me alcohol is weird and I was like fucking shit I just learned how to drive or I didn't even I think I was on the learner's permit who the fuck knows I don't know but he's trying to give me alcohol already weirded me out I had the sense as a teenager that this is weird and then so drinking a little bit, I'm acting like I'm drinking because I don't trust anybody and I want to get the fuck out of there when I want to get out of there, so I take like one drink of this shit and then I act like I'm drinking it slowly and then, you know, spilling some on the ground when they look away, like, oh yeah, that's so good, but then we go to her room and she starts going down on me and towards the end... Her dad's like, you know, I saw y'all kiss and we didn't kiss, which really weirded me out because it went straight to that. I'm like, oh, fuck, I think he means that. Totally creeped me out. Tried to get me to stay and drink more in the living room. I noped the fuck out and drove away. I don't even remember what the joke was about, but it was about that super weird fucking experience I have. But yeah, definitely am going to take this and workshop it. Holy fuck is that? I thought it was better than that until I started to read it. God damn, that was fucking... Wow, that was atrocious. But let's see, next set might be my my mom's friend. She won't do stand-up, so I'm thinking I might take some of her stories do it on stage, because holy shit. So her mom is like, gotta be like 70... 80 maybe I don't know she looks old as shit but there's like she does all this the creepiest shit you can think of right it's like she's standing in the kitchen spraying this stuff and she and my friend's like mama what are you doing it smells weird in here then she goes back at the mom that's Pam she was spraying Pam in the fucking air because it smelled weird in the kitchen and it's like there was one time they were making like beans or chili or something and her mom was putting random shit in it and her mom's a bit loopy so she lives with them she was putting random stuff in it and what they did catch was something weird I think it was like she was just pouring honey in it and then when they were like mama what have you been putting in that? Oh, I didn't put nothing in it. So they're like, oh, well, we're going to have to throw it away. So they threw it away, but not before their kid had eaten a whole bowl of it. And <laughs> the kid looked fucking horrified. But uh, I also want to do a, a set about fashion and AirPods. Like they're in. Like I'm supposed to be impressed that they have $200. Like they had $200 at one point in time. But... And P.S. Before I 
call this shitty set off. There is a comedian, Rory Scovel. He's on Netflix, and he does his set actually at Relapse Theater in Atlanta. And goddamn, if he's not having like the time of his life up there, but watch this shit on Netflix and then Google Rory Scovel Lunchable set. That Lunchable set had me laughing out loud at my desk. It was awesome.